Star Wars 7x7 episode 601. Today we're picking up where we left off on 599 with more about Smuggler's Run and its ties to The Force Awakens. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and a couple weeks ago we looked at the Star Wars novel Weapon of a Jedi, which had been advertised as having secrets and clues about The Force Awakens in it, that, because it was released on Force Friday, September 4th, we had no idea what those secrets and clues might be. But now, of course, with the benefit of hindsight, we do. And so we're going to take a look at Smuggler's Run today, which was also released on Force Friday, and talk about the things that were sneakily hidden in the book that actually had a bearing on what we saw in The Force Awakens. And interestingly, The Force Awakens is not the only movie to which Smuggler's Run has ties. For example, Admiral Ozzel is mentioned in the book, and of course he is the ill-fated Admiral from The Empire Strikes Back. The planet Tanab also gets name-checked here as well, and that's, of course, a Return of the Jedi reference to Lando's <laughs> wonderful comments. Someone must have told him about that little maneuver at the Battle of Tanab. <laughs> There's also a reference to Star Wars Rebels in here as well, as one of the characters is described as having been a barmaid on Lothal. And then, of course, there's the Star Wars reference, which kind of runs throughout because this takes place relatively soon after the end of Star Wars A New Hope. But there's Chewie with his medal and the fact that the Rebels are looking for a new base since they're about to be chased off of Yavin and everybody's clearing out the joint. And as with Weapon of a Jedi, the Smuggler's Run story is bookended by a couple of short stories that take place in and around The Force Awakens time period. So, spoiler alert if you haven't read it yet. This happens with Han Solo overhearing a few ne'er-do-wells talking in a bar about needing a fast ship. And the Millennium Falcon comes up naturally, and so Han shows up, and they don't know who he is, but he says, I'll tell you a story about the Millennium Falcon, and that is the Smuggler's Run story. It turns out that these folks are actually on the hunt for Han, and Han asks who's sent them, either the Irving Brothers or Duquesne. They get mentioned, and of course they were mentioned as people who had possession of the Millennium Falcon in The Force Awakens until <laughs> it ended up with Unkar Plett, and then back in Han Solo's possession. As for the inside of the novel itself, as it were, not the bookends, but the actual substance of Smuggler's Run, there's only really one tie to The Force Awakens that I saw, and that was the character of Lieutenant Emat, who is later Major Emat inside The Force Awakens. And as for the inside of Smuggler's Run, Emat is trapped on a planet and being hunted by the Empire while he is trying to fulfill his mission of finding a new base for the Rebel Alliance since their Yavin base is compromised. And Princess Leia talks Han Solo and Chewie, well actually she talks Chewie into it and Chewie talks Han Solo into it, into going on a rescue mission to grab Emat. And... Yeah, we'll post a photo of Major Emat as he is in The Force Awakens at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com. And as far as Star Wars references themselves go, they sneak in a 327 reference, but they scramble it because mention is made of a Bay 732, which of course, you know, just flip a couple of numbers around and you get your 327. So yeah, it seems like there were more references to The Force Awakens and things that we could possibly learn and surmise about the history between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens from the Weapon of the Jedi book as opposed to what we see here in Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run, the more 
clues you get about The Force Awakens come from those bookended scenes with Han and the 'er ne'er-do-wells talking about fast ships, fast and powerful and having good defensive shields and whatnot, and how the Millennium Falcon is all three. Oh, yeah, we know that. And about how quiet Wookiees can be when they're sneaking up on people. And I'm assuming that you have seen The Force Awakens by now so that I don't need to say spoiler alert for this. (laughs) But... I feel like the reading of this is a little bit different now that I know that Han is dead. I didn't read this before The Force Awakens came out. I read it afterwards. So there's an additional bit of nostalgia that I felt in reading the book that I don't think would have been there otherwise. Or maybe nostalgia isn't the right word. I think it's probably more appreciation and gratitude for any more Han Solo stories that we can get, considering that there's not going to be any more. After The Force Awakens and, you know, knowing that we're going to have one coming out later this year in the novel Star Wars Life Debt by Chuck Wendig, which is the second part of the Aftermath trilogy, that sort of thing. And I'd love to know what your take on it is. Are you going to appreciate Han Solo's stories more knowing that he is no longer with us? Chime in at the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. All right, before we get to our trivia question, I just want to take a second here to say thank you very much to everybody who gave us a shout-out on Facebook and Twitter to congratulate us for reaching our 600-daily episode milestone yesterday. It really makes a world of difference and makes showing up at the microphone for 601 that much sweeter and that much more worthwhile. So thank you very much. That gratitude fuels me every single day. All right. Let's do that trivia question now, shall we? Red squad, blue squad, take my lead. I'm on it. We're going to be on Last time we asked you how Rey saved Finn from a Rathtar, and the answer is that she closed a blast door on the Rathtar's gripping tentacles, cutting them off. Today's question, how many portions did Unkar Plett offer Rey for BB-8? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before your scopes go dead and you start the landing cycle, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a slimy mud hole, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from the Nards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology. Making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boy's easy opening, smooth pouring container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save-